Hey everybody, I'm Greg. Hey. Welcome to episode 15. Yeah man, episode 15. Uh, let me just give you this uh, article and let me summarize this article. The Daily Signal, Biden proposes cut, excuse me, Biden proposes proposal puts climate agenda above America's defense. Travis Fisher and Maya Clark on February 17th. So basically what he's saying is, or what the administration is saying, that uh, the green climate or the Paris Accords structure is more important than a country being able to defend itself or keep its citizens safe. So they're forcing defense contractors to, to bend to their will to be able to uh, you know, just weaken our country more, which I guess they're gifted at that. That's what that's about. This is uh, 39 states mandated masks. Now, a new study shows masks don't work. From the Daily Single, Katrina Trinko, February 20th. And this is from a Cochrane Review analysis of masking studies finds that when it comes to an entire population, there's no evidence to support that masking reduces the spread of the disease. Lead author of the analysis, Tom Jefferson, says, quote, there's still no evidence that masks are effective during a pandemic, close quote. Cochrane reviews are widely considered the gold standard of evidence-based medicine, says Slate's Liz Heileman. Also, the paper, a rigorous assessment of 78 studies, was published by Cochrane, an independent policy institution that has become well-known for its reviews. The Atlantic's Yasmin Tayeg. Quote, even if masks, even if mass recommendations might not have a population effect, high quality masks still work on an individual level if that person consistently wears them. From our former Planned Parenthood CEO, Dr. Lena Wen in the Washington Post. And you were talking about her child suffering from. Yeah, speech, speech um, impediments and facial recognition. Yeah, just a whole um, retardation, I guess, of the child's development um, because of the mask. And uh, she came out and said, at, at least, you know, for what it's worth, admitted that they were wrong about the mask and it was a mistake and wanted uh, a mere culpa. You know, let's just get along, can't we be friends? <laughs> After she was so wildly adamant about cutting people off at the knees for yeah, and she was she was pretty vocal. But the, the funny thing is, there is nothing that these studies have revealed that wasn't known and people weren't seeing at the start of of this whole craziness. I mean, we now we have. In a very specific sample size, you know that that's that's about it. But everything was everything, all of the fallout. And when they said you put people in their homes, uh, you you quarantine the healthy, which has never been done. You know, there's only one time that um, in in the scripture that uh, that course of action was was um required you know what it was yeah when the angels of death yeah during the passover yeah 
that's something, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I never looked at it like that. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, but the thing is, uh, every concern that some doctors and medical practitioners had with when you incubate, when you, you quarantine everyone, you take all these extreme precautions when you release these uh, restrictions you're going to have a sick country which is what happened like the flu season a couple months ago was brutal like they didn't know what was going on you know respiratory infection was it rsv i think is what they were calling it i don't know but yeah um but everything they said they said these schools um the kids performance and and uh, development in schools would be impacted people's health would be impacted the economy would be destroyed i mean everything so these things are really just um i guess icing on the cake but they silenced people that raised these concerns that's why it seems like it is just you know just mm-hmm. coming out but there were several doctors nurses uh, people that work in, in, in the emergency rooms and so forth. Several people had expressed these concerns. Matter of fact, you know that they have confirmed cases of COVID-19 since 2019? No. Yeah, I know someone personally. At the time when he was sick, the um, well, they didn't know what it was. Right. right? Uh, he went in, the doctor said, Sounds like just a new strain of the flu. Yeah. <laughs> this was 2019. And they told him, oh, you know, just treat it as such. Treat your symptoms. Yeah. Go about your business. Go right? about your business. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. It, when people call it the scandemic. Scandemic, yeah, I like that. That, that is a pretty accurate description. It is pretty accurate. Also, as sad as that, we could have known masking didn't work in early 2020 before endless months or years of mandated masking before young kids' language development and facial recognition skills were affected by long-term masking. Jefferson, the lead author and senior associate tutor at the University of Oxford, did a study, uh, released a study in November 2020, found no evidence for masking being effective. But because of the giant cancel culture out there we didn't get to hear the truth you were you were shut off from the truth so in closing it says i hope this latest study will convince all americans whatever their ideological persuasions that we should realize we gave the government far too much power to control our lives during this pandemic and that it wasn't even based on science and there's no getting that back in them. No. Once once it's gone, it's gone. Once there's a precedent mm-hmm. for that kind of government overreach, there's no putting that genie back in the bucket. No. All right. Gun-toting wing of IRS wants to put the fear of God in people. Did they hire them? I guess they're in the process. Or they've been because this let's see this is epic times by tom isaac february 21st updated february 22nd uh, a former special agent described the inner workings of the division and said its key function is to quote 
to put the fear of God in people, close quote, and intimidate Americans into tax compliance. We should have used the word submission. This is from former IRS Special Agent Robert Norlander. Anyway, the article goes on to talk about the 87,000. Uh, 87,000 more IRS enforcers would make the IRS bigger, this is interesting, bigger than the Pentagon, the State Department, and Border Patrol combined. That is the greatest threat to America. Taxes, right? <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. On August 4th, 2022, Fox News host Tucker Carlson said the government is treating the IRS as a military agency and stockpiling ammunition. Yeah, they've been stockpiling for years. Um, it, it's one of those things where, you know, there was all this hullabaloo, which is typical, and then, you know, they'll quietly walk things back. But the media won't bring that to the attention. So the last impression out there is this is what they're doing. And, but I hadn't heard anything about this. I know there's been significant pushback in Congress. Um, yeah, that's, I, yeah, I, I don't. Nothing. I think they're in the process. Obviously, they haven't hired 87,000. You can't do that overnight. But, but anyway, this guy Norlander, he says, quote, accounting nerds, close quote, with a gun and a badge is how he described most IRS-CI special agents. The CI standing for criminal investigations. That's the different unit. And the best part is they report to the Department of Injustice. Oh, oh, you remember last week we talked about Apple and the security issues that it had mm. with their phones. So guess what? Federal agency warns millions of Microsoft users to update settings. Also from the Epic Times by Jack Phillips, February 21st. One of the bugs, according to security expert Dustin Childs with Trend Micro, is likely being used to, quote, spread malware and ransomware. Close quote. You know what? Can we uh, use that same terminology for, like, t uh, whatever the media puts out? Like, Instead of saying misinformation, this is just malware, <laughs> ransomware. Uh, so here's the things that it affects if you use these things. It's called After Effects, so Adobe products. Connect, Frame Marker, Maker, Bridge, Photoshop, InDesign, Premiere, Rush, Animate, Substance 3D, Stager. Uh, also affects Mozilla, and then we talked about Apple iPhones last week. So anyway... Now it's not just Apple, it's Microsoft. So there's your FYI. Here's the latest on, well, not the latest, but let's see, February 22nd. Norfolk Southern lawsuits. Accident reports show rail tragedy a common hazard. By Beth Brazier. February 22nd, Epic Times. Let's see. Unions, contractors, rail customers, and government regulations all have a hand in the operation of this massive system that transports vital and often dangerous goods across the nation. Currently, Norfolk Southern is the plaintiff in a case against track maintenance contractor Railworks in connection with two derailments. 
first incidents happened in our neck of the woods. January 6, 2019, near Bartow in Jefferson County, Georgia. For this case, there was 39 of the train's 103 freight cars were derailed. Among the derailed were several cars carrying various hazardous materials, including four that leaked. According to court documents, one freight car released approximately 17,000 gallons of hydrochloric acid. Whoa. One car released, another car released approximately 15,000 gallons of hydrogen peroxide. You know what is funny about this thing? These companies all sign on and advertise themselves as um, climate conscious uh, and, and all this stuff. So they're woke. Yeah, but, you know, E.T. always talks about this because he, and before he does what he does now, E.T.? He, yeah, Doctor of Common Sense. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. The only E.T. I know is, you know, E.T. <laughs> Yeah, he, he always talks about this. He used to work <coughs> in chemicals, right? Like um, disposal of hazardous and transporting all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And he, he always said you, these companies will come out and talk that they're being environmentally conscious. He said they do not care. Mm -hmm. He said they just say that because they need. they have to say that. But in practice, they don't put any of that stuff mm -mm. into action. And he, he said, I'm not, and this was his personal experience. Like, he was involved in, um, not involved, but with the BP spill. Like, he was, like, some of the fallout, you know, he was involved in that with, uh, you know, the cleanup aspect and the uh, containment aspect and so on. Uh, so he has first-hand experience about this. And I find it interesting that you know, they talk about the condition of the rail tracks. Um, and I'm, I'm, I am I'm looking to find out. But I won't be surprised if they've signed on to some kind of climate pledge, which all these corporations do now. Mm -hmm. It is it's, it's quite laughable when you hear things like this. One thing I find interesting about this article is if, if there was real media out there, you know, if they were like an actual reporting on the truth agency, this would be something that you would hear from them. Yeah. You know, they, they would go back and they would tell you about the record uh, of, of accidents, but you haven't heard any of that. It's like lithium. You know, one of the, that is one of the factors, the key factors in how they transport cargo and stuff on planes mm. because those things are so combustible and they want to explode on an airplane a couple of weeks ago a lithium battery yeah but in this wow. <laughs> i remember some of those phones exploding man. yeah the, the lithium batteries will explode in a heartbeat if you don't um if you're not careful yeah, there were a couple of weeks ago. There was a, a plane that caught on fire from an explosion. It was a lithium battery. Wow. <laughs> well, this event cost Norfolk Southern more than thirteen million dollars, according to court documents. Second incident happened on May 6, twenty nineteen, near Woodville, Alabama, when ten, twenty-six of a train's hundred and thirty freight cars derailed. Twenty-six cars were carrying coal. 
cleanup cost uh, of the of the coal repairing the track was almost three million dollars. The derailments were caused by compromised tracks from broken or failed welding due to railworks negligence. Norfolk Southern claims in court. <clears throat> July 11th, 2012. Wow, it goes back farther. Derailment in Columbus, Ohio. 17 cars of an eastbound Norfolk Southern train derailed. Three derailed cars contained denatured ethanol, which fueled a fire. The railroad estimated the damage at $1.2 million. An, NST, an NTSB report of the 2012 derailment found that the tracks had oxidized internal cracks that fractured during the derailment. You think about how long train tracks have been around. Yeah. I, I mean... I knew someone that used to... I'd probably retired by now. But worked on a railroad like me and tracks. He was a foreman. And those guys make bank like serious bread yeah it's a it's a um a high paying industry railroad and they have their own police you know that right mm. yeah norfolk southern the railroad they have their own police so like when if a um cargo crashes like that police has jurisdiction they'll see that really <laughs> yeah they will seize this stuff and uh once it's crashed well then it, it just goes into a warehouse and but yeah they have um trains get robbed all the time huh. yeah robbed accidents on the track case in point um people get installed on tracks yeah there is uh, you remember i asked uh, yeah i asked you how many branches of law enforcement there are in this country, right? Oh, you remember asking yeah. this? Yep. Uh, I wonder uh, how many of our viewers would be able to answer that. <laughs> a hazardous uh, materials release caused nine deaths in a January 6, 2005 train derailment in Grant, Graniteville, South Carolina. The train crew from the park train failed to reline the switch for mainline operations. So this is human error. Three cars of chlorine and one car of sodium hydroxide. The train engineer and eight people died from the chlorine exposure and 72 were hospitalized. Oh, wow. The 15th anniversary of the derailment. Now this, this is interesting. So the 15th anniversary of the derailment was noted in numerous 2019 news articles, all of which said the town still feels the effects with some people reporting problems with their lungs. So, guess what? We're going to hear. We know that if these chemicals cause a problem, the ones that just happened were even more diabolical. Well, you, you see the ads on your TV. You know, mesothelioma. Have you been exposed oh, yeah. to asbestos? <laughs> going to see more. But you would think if you're transporting that kind of cargo that you would take extra care with the infrastructure to minimize these kinds of things. I mean, railroads cracking from the inside. Yeah, and of course in this this recent one of the Palestine uh, a ball bearing 
heated up. I don't know. It seems like you would want to have hazardous materials on its own track that's constantly maintained or something. I don't know. Something. <laughs> something. But maybe they try to slip it in to keep people from robbing it or whatever. I don't know. But, yeah, wow. Uh, federal court asked to unseal undercover police video allegedly showing officer inciting Capitol protesters on January 6th. Now, this is really interesting here. This is from Epic Times by Joseph M. Hanneman. Uh, updated February 22nd. A January 6th defendant asked U.S. District Judge Rudolph Contreras to unseal a video allegedly showing an undercover Metropolitan Police Department, MPD, officer shouting, Drain the swamp! Our house! And encouraging protesters to climb barricades and enter the U.S. Capitol. William Pope of Topeka, Kansas, filed a motion on February 21 that would also unseal video shot by two other MPD undercover officers who, this, this is really weird, who trailed Ashley Babbitt up the northwest exterior of the Capitol. I mean, if you pull up this article, you, they should have photos of these guys. One of those officers repeatedly predicted that someone would get shot on January 6th. Pope contended in another motion filed in November 2022. The video, the undercover video is among 41,000 hours of footage held under court seal by the Department of, Indu of Injustice. What does that mean? Because Kevin McCarthy has someone gave him all the footage. Yeah, but it was only like 17,000 hours or something like that. Still, that is a lot. It is a lot. All right. Tucker Carlson recently got some... I, I, I'm not interested. I, I, I don't care because this is what grandstanding looks like. You don't care about the truth or getting at the truth? Well, no, not that. I don't care about the placating and the, the posturing. I, I don't want to hear about I mean, because people have the video. People have the footage. Whether they have all, whether they have half, they have a lot. 17,000 hours is a lot of footage. Yeah. And nothing. It's like these um, hearings that they have, they come up there and they they drill these people and mm. a whole dog and pony show. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they just walk out and get on their private jets and go about their business. Yeah. Wasting taxpayers' money. I mean, if you have it, you see, this is why James O'Keefe is what he is. <laughs> he will, and interestingly enough, you saw his video with Pfizer, right? With mm -hmm. the gain of function. You know that, that incident was immediately followed by a series of movements within Project Veritas to get him out of the company. His own By company. Pfizer. Yeah. Did they have well, somebody I don't on know. the board that was I would, from I, Pfizer? I, think? I, I, I couldn't tell you. Anyway, let me finish <laughs> this here. So Officer Wan, dressed in goggles, a dark jacket, and stri striped face gaiter, 
pushed protesters in front of him as he cudgeled them to keep moving toward the Capitol entrance, Pope wrote. Uh, what interactions Officer 2 and Officer 3 might have had with Babbitt? Quote, the fact that Mrs. Babbitt appeared emotionally charged by the time she reached the top of the steps could indicate that undercover government operative operatives influenced her behavior through their repeated chants and up urgings to advance up the steps toward the Capitol. Close quote. Babbitt entered the Capitol at the top of the Northwest Stairs and a short time later made her way into a hallway outside the Speaker's lobby. At about 2.45 p.m., she was shot by Capitol Police Lieutenant Michael Turd, I mean Bird. Babbitt was pronounced dead about 30 minutes later. Since the government has already hidden these important facts from the American people for more than two years, I ask this honorable court to grant this motion as soon as possible, says Pope. I just find it interesting that we're finding out, well, we, we always knew or suspected, but now we're finally getting some tangible evidence to prove our theories about what really happened. But they've had cell phone footage of Ray Epps. Mm-hmm. When this whole thing just started, that that right there is enough. Uh, he's an FBI agent, not right. Yeah, well, that's what they kept. Yeah, I don't know. That's that was the mystery man, I guess. But yeah, so I mean, but all that stuff that you're talking about, when it happened, it was when the Democrats still. We're in charge of everything. Yeah, they still are. <laughs> the thing is, nothing is going to happen we'll to see. this footage or with this footage. I'll tell you. If you <laughs> if the IRS what if the eighty seven thousand would be catches you in any impropriety. Look at what they're doing to Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. you think they wouldn't put that man in jail if they could the point is if this footage is as explosive as people say it is and it could blow this whole thing wide open release it don't just say I have this I yeah have but this, that's I what he this. did well, he went to the judge. Well, what I mean is, uh, yeah, in this individual case, but I'm talking about like Kevin McCarthy giving it to uh, Carl, Carl, what's his name? Tuck, uh, Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson. All right. And where is it? Well, dude, it was what? How many? Th thousands of hours? Kevin McCarthy had this since last year. <laughs> How did he have it last for so a year? One, not, no, it'll be in February, right? Yeah. Last year was just a few months uh, ago. I don't know. <laughs> So, I mean, they just took control in January, so. Just telling me about all this, what you got, what you got, what yeah, you got. Yeah, I know, you don't think that anything's going to happen, and that may be, but. Uh, They're playing with people's emotions, man, and this is what the I'm Republicans I'm hoping something will do. happen, because things are, things are happening that didn't used to happen or have never happened before, whereas I never thought Kevin McCarthy would do as much as he's doing, for example. Uh, we'll the other, the other thing is, they have to. 
It's kind of weird because they're actually restrained by the law, even though the other side doesn't have to be restrained by the law because they are the law. And this brings us to a fundamental question. Now let me finish this thought. <laughs> so, being that every judge and uh, prosecutor and potential, uh, what's the word, juror, are all demon cries. Right. Where are they going to hold these trials? <laughs> what do you do? Where do you go? So even if they have the evidence, what happens next? That's well, what we have to wait and find out. Where do you go? I mean, because going to a corrupt judicial system to rule against a corrupt system. Yeah, I get it. It's like, what do you do? Court. My brother said that's why Christ has to come back. There, there's no, there's no accountability in, in the, uh, in the structure that exists. No, no. There is no accountability. All right. Uh, February 27th headlines from the Daily Signal. Education today pits postmodern anarchy versus civilization order. Florida shows what can be done about it. Florida's education system shows that it is possible to raise standards, support students and parents, boost teacher compensation, fight radical ideologies, and win public support. Now, I, th I mean, really, honestly, America's governor has been leading the way for a while. You know, and I love how he's doing it because he's going to the root. He's going into the education system and he's saying, nope, no more woke, no more transgender. We're going to teach real history, which includes slavery, even though a lot of fake news denies that what's happening. Anyway, let's see another headline. Despite what you might have heard, wildlife populations are thriving. The past century has seen a dramatic turnaround in human pressure on American wildlife. Governor Yunkin's latest event undermines Nicole Hannah-Jones' attack. Youngkin teaches kids about slavery, as the 169 Project author says Virginia's governor does not want children to learn that history. We know that's false. I mean, if you said, let's say I said, yeah, we teach, uh, we teach black history, or we teach, uh, we're, we're, we're teaching American history. Because even um, uh, Morgan Freeman, he said this. Morgan Freeman said this. He says, uh, black history is American history. I mean, we don't have to segregate it. We could just say American history, which includes the black folk. He's, not a, he's also not a fan of black history. Man. He's very vocal about that. But, I mean, that's it. We do, why do we separate it? Why do the left want to separate it, call it Black History Month, when it's just American history? Yeah, have to keep the people divided, man. That's all that is. Uh, it's a shame that not one Democrat member of Congress would join us on this trip despite having weeks of advance notice. That's a quote from Jim Jordan. And this is when the Democrats were invited to the border crisis. Not one. But I like this one from the Daily Wire. Mexico's president shares photo of what he claims is a mystical elf. Found in the wild. 
Now he's under some it's kind of an attack, but you know, if we gotta pull out the uh, mystical elf card. <clears throat> Alright, so we've always been bringing you up to dates on COVID crap. And here's some more hard evidence. That's what I love about this. There's some more actual science coming out about the bogusness of COVID. And the serious threat of the vaccine. Hard evidence and new study. Brain, heart damage caused by mRNA vaccine. This is from Epic Health, Jennifer Margulis and Joe Wang, February 24th. Scientists in Germany have found that an mRNA vaccination, not COVID-19 infection itself, caused brain and heart damage in an older adult with underlying conditions. This is a 76-year-old German man with Parkinson's disease. He died three weeks after receiving his third COVID-19 injection. The first vaccine he received in May 2021 was the Oxford-AstraZeneca vaccine. That was followed by two more injections in July and then December of the same year. His two subsequent vaccines were both made by Pfizer. After the second vaccine, the patient's family noticed marked changes in his behavior. He started experiencing more anxiety, became more lethargic, and did not want to be touched. He became withdrawn even more from close family members, and the symptoms of his pre-existing Parkinson's disease worsened considerably. Given the ambiguous clinical symptoms prior to his death, his family requested an autopsy. The unusual and fascinating results of the autopsy led to a published case report about what is, new, what is now being claimed as a vaccine-induced death. The patient had no history of ever having COVID-19 infection. Quote, we can say definitively that this damage was caused by vaccine, close quote, from nurse educator John Campbell, Ph.D., who explained the study in detail in a 14-minute video screw tube. He shared with his 2.68 million subscribers on February 16th. So this article goes into a lot more mumble, scientific mumble-jumble, but I just want to pull out some of the interesting things that we haven't heard about the autopsy uncovered inflammation in both the brain and the heart the patient experienced acute brain damage that was unrelated to his Parkinson's diagnosis there were patches of degeneration and inflammation in the front of his brain and his brain further contained three kinds of pathological findings neural death which is dead nerve cells Mike microglial infiltration which is defense cells in the brain and lymphocytes which are associated with viral infection they found spike protein in the frontal lobe of the brain as well as in other sections of the brain they found myocarditis that is swelling in the heart it was clear from the autopsy that myocarditis was not caused by natural infection but instead by vaccine induced spike proteins. This research showed very clearly that the patient's pathology was caused by the vaccine and not by natural infection. 
And I, you guys probably can still hear the echoes of Fauci in your head saying this vaccine is perfectly safe. It appears that the vaccine-induced brain damage caused the patient to have seizures. Then the seizures caused him to go unconscious. And while unconscious, he breathed in some of his own vomit or saliva, which contributed to the cause of death. So here's an interesting question. Why aren't more autopsies being conducted? This is a question Campbell asked in his video, one for which he had no answer. Why are German pathologists conducting autopsies, but American and British medical scientists scientists are not? Hmm. Well, we spoke about that with the the funeral director in yeah. Britain, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, back then, it was the uh, some kind of congealing uh, in the veins, and now we're finding about myocarditis, and now the latest is brain damage. Dr. Robert Lowry, a Texas-based neurologist who specializes in sports medicine, thinks not conducting autopsies is a grievous mistake. And there are a lot of um, a lot of people who have um, come out uh, on social media um, and on online to talk about the neurological impacts that the vaccine had on them with tremors and seizures and a whole slew it, and it's really not hard to find truth be told uh, so unfortunately this guy has uh, joined a long list but remember when you were telling me over and over again about these young athletes who died suddenly yeah um just a couple what, of days ago what about their autopsies exactly uh-huh uh, yeah <laughs> So Dr. Robert Lowry has over 30 years experience. Uh, back in July of 2022, autopsies should have been conducted on every young person who dies suddenly and unexpectedly. Again, no accountability. None. It is this actress Hayden Panettiere, her, her brother, 21 years old, died suddenly from uh, swelling of the heart. Uh, and this is, and these three people have died within the past, not even a week. Her brother, um, a police officer in Hyderabad in India, while exercising in the gym, 31 years old, dropped dead of a heart attack. And a former pitcher, I think, from the Mets. Mm. 31, 21, 31. Also, dropped dead. So you may say, oh, Greg, that's just epic health. That's just propaganda. Okay, here's this title for you. FDA finds rare neurological disorder is potential risk with Pfizer RSV vaccine. You That's have, the one that they released with no... <laughs> you were just talking about that. You just mentioned RSV. Yeah. Epic Health Tom Ozimek. The FDA stated that two older adults who received Pfizer's RSV vaccine during a clinical trial were subsequently diagnosed with the rare neurological disorder Julianne Barre syndrome. GBS. GBS. 
Uh, quote, given the temporal association and biological plausibility, FDA agrees with the assessments of the investigators that these events were possibly related to study vaccine. Close quote. The FDA stated in the documents, therefore, Julianne Barre is being considered an important potential risk. Two people in their 60s received the RSV uh, in phase three trial out of 20,000 recipients. There were no instances of the neurological disorder in people who received a placebo. So you can't just say, oh, it was just random. So only those who received the actual vaccine were affected. Julianne Barre syndrome, what is that? It's a rare neurological disorder in which the immune system attacks one's own nerves. The first system are weakness and tingling in the hands and feet. There's no cure. However, although most people make a full recovery in a process that could take several years. And if you guys know what the RSV is? Virus that causes flu-like symptoms and is highly contagious. They try to push that through before trials and tests. Then the CEO of Pfizer came out and said it's good. <laughs> I mean, it's certainly looking like Pfizer is a lot more evil than we suspected. Or at least its leadership. Alright, here's a headline for you in closing. Biden admin proposes to block half of current gas range models. Now, we've talked about him coming for your stove. But it's becoming more apparent. This is Epic Times by Alan Jung, February 27th. An efficiency proposal by the Department of Energy, DOE, would block half of current gas cooking appliances from the U.S. market. Now, I guess my question to, to those of you who still vote Democrat, I, what's up? Where are you? What are you doing? What are you thinking? Are you okay with what's going on? Can you please explain to me why you keep voting for this nonsense? It must not be affecting you personally, which is sad. The people only react when it affects them personally. There is no way they could not be affected. I, I think some people are just so far gone mentally it it makes no sense <laughs> it makes no sense on so many levels if you think it if you think about it or if you think it through i mean can you, i don't know i guess even if you're like a cnn baby i guess if you're just sucking on that tit all day every day then i don't know if there's any hope for you by the time you realize that you were wrong, and then who you were listening to was wrong, it'll be too late. We'll all be uh, conducting guerrilla warfare tactics. That, that, you can't explain that. It makes no sense that you would try to justify that position. But <clears throat> I will say this. A lot of people that voted 
Democrat voted Democrat because they didn't like Trump. Hmm. That's a shame. A lot of people. They didn't like him. So, but only a fool would vote against their own self-interest. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> but that does sum up the Democrat Party. <laughs> fools. The party of fools. It's just frustrating, but like you, like you, like we've talked about so many times, everybody in positions of power are exempt from the laws that they pass, and so there's not any motivation for them to be any different until it affects them personally. That's why, like you said, I hope that the Republicans go take uh, their tactic tactics to heart. And apply the same pressures. They won't. You think th- you think that they manage their pocketbooks the way they manage the taxpayers' money? Hmm. <laughs> no. Well, I think the Republicans are more responsible about it. Well, yeah, they've 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 historically been the fiscally responsible party, but generally speaking. I'll see if I can find it for you. There was a report done on some of the things that uh, government spending waste. Like they buy um, flight air tickets for travel in advance. They'll buy it for the year. And in, in one instance, they they spent what two hundred and seventy something thousand dollars on airfare. And, and they never used it. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it was Milton Friedman that said it best, didn't he? About the money thing. Yeah. Do you think Pelosi would be that cavalier with her own money? As much as her husband steals <laughs> insider trading. <laughs> Do you think they'd be that reckless and cavalier and just give it away? I mean, hell, she bought a house in Florida mm-hmm. <laughs> to move down there. That tells you everything you need to know right there. But she's got like a ice cream fridge uh, thing going on there. I mean, it's pretty wild. A pretty insane ice cream stash. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But I just want, let's let's part with this. Um, We were talking off record on Sunday once about, even though these people are in positions of power, everybody... We talked about reaping what you sow. You remember that? People want to call it different things. Karma. uh, Cosmos. Whatever. But that's really what it boils down to. Like you said, it's just basic scripture one-on-one. You reap what you sow. And we were using Biden as an example because he's gained all this power, but you can see how he's uh, an empty shell now. So even though he has all this money, I don't think he has the wherewithal to use it or spend it. It's going to be the people behind him that you don't see that be the ones using the money. No, but, just look at the state of his family, though. Yeah. All this brokenness and pervertedness and drug. I mean, his family is a complete mess. Mm. You reap corruption. You sow corruption. You reap corruption. Yeah. There's 
So even in, in outside of his own personal well-being, just look at the quality of life. He's made life hell for so many people in his 50 plus years in public office. And look at... <laughs> I will have my justice whether in this life or the next. Gladiator. Gladiator. What was the actor's name? Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, thank you. Uh, so that's going to happen. We'll have our justice, whether in this life or the next. A very basic scripture 101, you reap what you sow. And that needs to be really taken at heart and pondered. And be careful what you do out there, how you treat others. All right, guys. Till next time, stay safe out there.